This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Uh, U.S. Open. We got to give a big kudos to Layla Fernandez for making it to the final in the U.S. Open. Out of nowhere. Pretty spectacular to see. Unfortunately, she wasn't able to clinch it, but she handled herself with uh, the utmost class. And we've got a clip. This is her after the match, Jim, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she just wrapped up and then she comes back and says, actually, I got one more thing to say. Cheering me on. Thank you so much, New York. Thank you, everyone. Can I just say one more thing? Oh, one more thing. I know this, on this day, it was especially hard for New York and everyone around the the United States. I just want to say that I hope I can be as strong and as resilient as New York has been the past 20 years. A pretty cool moment. Uh, the final was on 9-11, 20-year anniversary of the 9-11 attack. So class move uh, by Layla, letting her know that uh, she's thinking of New York and, uh, you know, all of Canada was thinking about New York. And, and that's something that affected all of us 20 years ago. Another great moment um, on the weekend in the world of sports. Former Toronto Raptor Chris Bosch was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame. Good for Bosch. Nice. Yeah, he uh, he had a great speech when he accepted uh, his induction, and he had to bring up one of his old friends who couldn't be there. I'd like to share a lesson I learned from him. It was 2008. Now, hold on. I wasn't sure. Team. Stop. Stop the clip. Uh, he's talking about Kobe Bryant here, okay? So he, he said, I want to thank, uh, I want to acknowledge the people who can't be here, and one of those people is Kobe Bryant. I'd like to share a lesson I learned from him. It was 2008. The Redeem team was formed. And we were in Vegas for the start of training camp, and we were getting ready for the Olympics in Beijing. We're going to head to Beijing. And I wanted to establish myself as a young leader on the team by waking up bright and early, day one. So the goal was to be the first one at breakfast. So I set my alarm, I make sure I'm up by sunrise, I get out of bed, I put on my gear and I head downstairs. But when I get there, Kobe's already there with ice packs on his knees, drenched in sweat. Now, it took me a minute to figure it out, but this guy wasn't only awake before me. He had already worked out. He had just played in the finals days earlier. Meanwhile, I'd been off for months and I was still exhausted. (laughs) What he had done that morning was incomprehensible to me. That dedication he had only days after falling short of an NBA championship. That taught me something I've never forgotten. Legends aren't defined by their successes. They're defined by how they bounce back from their failures. And that's what I hope to communicate to anyone watching this, especially the kids. It is the worst when you think you're making a big power play move and then somebody else has already outdone you. You bring like a couple smile cookies to work and somebody brought a whole box. Exactly. <laughs> oh, thanks, Colby. <laughs> but, uh, but a great story and definitely a great lesson for young people out there. Mm-hmm. There's always someone working harder than you. 
Sure, sure. Or, or it's not if you get if you lose, you keep coming back. There's also no. As well. Oh, I thought it was. There's no point in trying because there's <laughs> always going to be someone working harder than you. I think it's the rocky one. <laughs> No, it's not how hard you hit; it's how hard you get hit and keep moving forward. Right, but or, or why bother trying? Because <laughs> there's always going to be a Kobe who's yeah. at breakfast. Give up now, sweating from working out before you uh, even got out of bed. Congratulations are in order. Look who's stealing your thunder, Jim. What you thought it was such a big deal when you got engaged a couple of weeks ago. And then here comes Britney Spears. Oh, again. <laughs> again. And I just got rid of my dad as conservator. And then Britney Spears yeah. does it right Jim's after. Jim's free. Britney's free. <laughs> Oops, she did it again. Yeah, she's getting engaged to Sam Asgari. I, I, do you know much about this guy? No, I saw the, the story and the photo, and I got real nervous that maybe... Uh, Maybe she can't be trusted on her own, but I guess they're long-term, long-time boyfriend, yeah, They've been girlfriend. going out for a while. Yeah. Um, since 2016, he worked with her on one of her music videos, and he's a personal trainer, 27-year-old personal trainer. 27, huh? Well, Brittany would be close to 40, yeah. if not 40. He's looking like a slab of beef, though, this dude. Sure, why not? I mean, there's plenty of um, older celebs dating younger women. Why not? And he managed to come up with a pretty large diamond. That engagement ring's big. That she paid him for to work for him. I'm gone cross-eyed. I don't Is know. she paying him as her personal trainer? Well... Probably not anymore. I don't know. I mean, is that the music label or the record label who pays for these guys? I have no idea. And they look happy together in all the pictures. Sure. He's got to be an upgrade from Kevin Federline, so <laughs> best of luck to the happy couple there. Yeah, She really just doesn't get out much. Eh? She always dating co-workers. Mm. Like she, well, you know, when your dad doesn't let you leave your room. I guess so. <laughs> who else can you talk to? Hey, uh, crazy lightning and storms in the Taz and Jim listening area last night. Depending where you are, you got it worse than other areas. Uh, got a message here from Dave says, tons of trees down, hydro out in the Tilsonburg area. And we're hearing this morning that hydro is still out in some parts of Ontario because of the storms. I know I'd never seen any lightning like that before. The sky just basically lit up for half an hour. It wasn't a flash here, a flash there. It was just a light. Mm -hmm. Purple light. It was wild. Um, And we've got Darren on the phone. Darren, you've got a weather-related question for us. My wife and I, a week and a half ago, it was about 4 a.m., and there was a tornado warning come through on our phones. Did you get that on your phone? I can't remember. I know I did see the tornado warning. Yeah, it comes through as an alert, just like one of those Amber Alerts. Yeah, yeah. So it's about 4 a.m., and this thing comes through on our phone, and we both jump up, and we look, and it's like, oh, shit, it's a tornado warning. And then uh, we just rolled over and went back to sleep. <laughs> so the question is, is that the only warning you get? Should we have been hitting the basement? How many other <laughs> listeners maybe just rolled over and went to bed? Hey, when that thing goes off, is it a one and done, or is it a hey? Just so you know, we may be sending out another warning in half an hour to let you know this is for real this time. It's 
getting close. It's getting closer. <laughs> like, we honestly, in the morning, we both looked at each other and went, holy, like, maybe that wasn't the right move. Well, if you talk to the people of Barrie, I'm sure they'd say, go to the basement. Yes, they would. I don't know how many they received, but oh my gosh. I just wonder if any of the other listeners did the same thing we did or if we're just kind of slow. You're kind of irresponsible. Slightly irresponsible. Have an emergency bed in the basement and just go down there. Problem is, it's so dark in the basement, who knows if you'll wake up in time to go to work. Well, that's exactly right. You know, there's so many different factors. (laughs) Anyways, great show, guys. Have a good day. I wanted to get my friend Drew on the line. Um, Drew is the biggest Green Bay Packers fan I know, and I don't know if you uh, watched the game yesterday, but the Packers lost 38-3 to to the New Orleans Saints. Bit of a bummer, huh, Drew? Well, you know, it's uh, early in the season. Lots, lots of weeks left. Now, you uh, shared a theory with me yesterday. We were watching football together, and yeah. you told me, that you guarantee the Green Bay Packers win the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> Explain well, to me how this is going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I use the word guarantee, but uh, if you recall, I'm a firm believer that the NFL is just a reality TV show. Hmm. It's all you know, it's scripted. scripted. And uh, you know the refs control the games as much as they can, just like they uh, controlled it for your, uh, your Tom Brady, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's all about the good storyline, right? So, I mean, if you look around the NFL this year, what's the best storyline? What's the only thing they talk about is the fact that Aaron Rodgers told his closest friends that uh, he didn't want to be a Packer anymore. Yeah. So, so the But he didn't say he's going to retire. Well, yeah, he was going to retire. He was going to get traded, you know, all this stuff. So, I mean, the smart money now is uh, put your money on the Green Bay Packers to win because, I mean, what better script than the guy who was MVP, was going to retire, was going to get traded, you know, and leave his team in, in, in the dust, comes back, and uh, goes on a monumentous run. Okay. And, and then the, the first scene of the movie too. is they lose 38-3. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah. It's a good At setup, one point right? in the like, script, does he score happen. a touchdown? <laughs> it's, it's a good setup. You, you know, the hero always has to have some adversity. Sure, there. sure. There's the yeah, hill you got to climb, triumph, of course, right? the hero's yeah. journey. But why yeah. are you so emotionally invested in football if you're convinced it's rigged? Well, because, I mean, right now, I mean, what else is there to do? <laughs> you, know, like, like you, you, you can watch the COVID channel on TV and you can watch football. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, half the storylines of football are about COVID, too. I, but, I yeah. do know Drew also is a big fan of uh, Big Brother, so he does like reality TV. I do. You know, okay. I mean, keeping up with the Kardashians, how can you lose? <laughs> yeah. Any of them dating any football players? That's, that would go in my pile of that's it's a good, rigged. That's a good crossover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. No, they stick to they stick to basketball players. Okay, I can't remember. Did we put any money on this, Drew? Did uh, I? No, we didn't. But okay. but I mean, and you know, the other reason they lost yesterday is because I mean, it's even better to bet now because their odds would go up, right? You know, like like so now your payout's going to be even better because you know they you were are still standing by this. The smart money in your eyes, oh, yeah. smart money. Now don't is Green Bay to like win I the Super Bowl? <laughs> don't mortgage your house like I said last year. But put a hundred, two hundred, thousand, whatever you can afford. Put it exactly. on the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, cash in your Apple stock. Put it on the <laughs> Green Bay Packers. <laughs>
on Friday, we were uh, giving you our reaction to the Matrix 4 trailer that came out. Matrix Resurrections trailers now online. And we we're kind of speculating, Jim, uh, who is that guy that looks like Morpheus in the trailer? And it has been confirmed. Because it's not Lawrence Fishburne. It's not Lawrence Fishburne, but it's a black guy with a bald head, same kind of sunglasses. Yeah. Trench coat. It's been confirmed that, yes, it is a young Morpheus. Uh, uh, young? Young Morpheus. Uh, so we're going back in time here, folks. It worked for Sheldon. <laughs> Did it, though? <laughs> I mean, it was certainly a show, but does anybody care? You got the Muppet Babies. You got uh, young Sheldon. Now we have young Morpheus. Yeah, young Indiana Jones. This is what I, what I don't like, though. Apparently, in an interview, Lawrence Fishburne was asked if if he's going to be in the movie, and he said, I'm not in the next Matrix movie. And you'll have to ask Lana Wachowski why, because I don't have an answer for that. So it almost sounds like Larry was cut out. Yeah, he could be, be bitter, because that would be a huge paycheck, and obviously it's going to be a huge movie. But if the storyline is a young Morpheus, he can't play young Morpheus, you know? It's mm. it's too late. It's been 21 years. Well, what about Samuel L. Jackson, what they did with him in the uh, Captain Marvel movie? Put the dots on the face and then de-age him with the computer. Maybe, in The Irishman, they did that with De Niro and Pacino. Yeah, it didn't work very well, though. It's distracting. <laughs> it was like a, a 40-year-old's head on a uh, 85-year-old's body. Yeah, and I was like, I was too busy like watching to see if I could tell, and it, it, it was a distraction. Yeah. Well, uh, Lawrence Fishburne, unless this is like a trick, and he is in the movie, mm. is just a red herring here. This is like This is like the black cat walking by. You know, there's going to be a change in the Matrix. Yeah, deja vu. Mm -hmm. If you have a sense of deja vu, it means you're in there. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> what have we stumbled upon? In theaters and on HBO Max, December 22nd, The Matrix Resurrections. Apparently, without Lawrence Fishburne, the MTV Music Video Awards last night. Now, the red carpet got a little bit dicey, Jim. Yeah, yeah. It was none other than Conor McGregor. He was there, and he got in a fight with an, another celeb, which was... Machine Gun Kelly, rap, rock artist. We play uh, one of his songs on our radio station here. Yeah, I was just talking last week about how much I'm enjoying this romance between Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox from Transformers. Mm -hmm. They were both together on the red carpet. Have you heard what caused the, the scuffle? Well, the original speculation was that Conor McGregor thought he was getting in a fight with Jake Paul or Logan Paul because Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly does kind of look like both those guys yeah, with the blonde totally. hair. He's got, and, he's got the same kind of vibe going, yeah, those YouTube tattoos. fighters. But, and there was also lots of like speculation that McGregor might be the next one to fight one of the brothers. So like, there's that rivalry going on. But <laughs> Mistaken now, identity. Now, Imagine that. You got Conor McGregor thought you were a different guy and he just beat the snot out of you. <laughs> Talk about your all-time bad luck. Yeah, unless you could sue Conor McGregor for all that sweet, sweet whiskey money. Then you'd be the last one laughing. But then now more stories are coming out that, you know, this is apparently from Machine Gun Kelly's people that Conor McGregor went up to him and asked if he could have a photo with him. And Machine Gun Kelly said no. And then Conor McGregor got angry and threw a drink at him. And the security had to separate them. Run, run, run. 
Yeah, I got a little crazy. Where's Megan? Where's Megan? Protect Megan at all costs. Oh, I thought that was Machine Gun Kelly. Where's Megan? I need help. Megan, need stand backup. in between me and Conor McGregor, please. <laughs> <laughs> when it when it started, I don't know because I always am skeptical about this stuff. Was this set up for publicity? You know, is it, are these two going to fight in a pay per view in the in the next few months? Well, Machine Gun Kelly was at the last fight. He was in the crowd. Yeah. So, like, I, why, I don't know if you'd go to the fight. Why would you not take a photo with the guy who you paid to go see? I, I don't know if that's actually what happened. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so we don't know exactly what caused the fight, but John just sent us a uh, what possibly could be a clue. He says that he heard that Machine Gun Kelly called Conor McGregor Lucky Charms. And McGregor lost it. Now can't get away with that. Yeah, Jim, you would. This would hit close to home for you, James yeah. Patrick Kelly, who is of Irish heritage. If somebody called you Lucky Charms, would that be a tipping point? I think, on behalf of my ancestors, murder would be justified. That's <laughs> racist. But it's Machine Gun Kelly. He must. That must not be his real last name. No true Irishman would would make a Lucky Charms joke about another Irishman. It's just not cool. Hmm. So you don't hang out with uh, with your other Irish friends and refer to each other as in your leprechaun names, like it's not like you can say it, but no one else can say it, sort of thing. Um, I you- am a hypocrite. I do actually have a straight off the boat Irish friend who moved he, uh, moved here like five years ago, and, and I do do his accent to him all the time. So, but you can do it because your family's yeah, Irish. Yeah, I think I think so, but he doesn't like it. <laughs> so maybe it is rude. I wanna see you peacock, peacock, Here we go peacock, with sports. Devin Peacock is joining us from Global News Radio. Dev. Hey guys. The Jays. Like maybe they should save some. They they seem to use up a lot of the uh, good stuff yesterday in a massive win. The Jays are looking good. Uh, they're not going to score 22 runs tonight against the Tampa Bay Rays, but that's also because the Baltimore Orioles are just absolutely uh, terrible. Uh, it was driving me nuts, uh, you know, over the weekend uh, on Friday night when the Orioles manager was running his mouth at Robbie Ray. It's like, guy, you've lost, at that point, 94 games. Maybe don't talk. You, you're just a terrible <laughs> team. You're on your way to your third straight 100 loss season, you have nothing to say. You're lucky you have a job. But the Blue Jays have done their job. I mean, weeks ago, I was saying they need to go basically 25 and 8 to make the playoffs, and they're winning at basically like a 900 clip. They're winning 9 out of 10 games. They're doing what they needed to do. The real test, though, starts tonight because 9 of their final 18 games are going to be against the Tampa Bay Rays, who are the best team in the American League and a team the Blue Jays traditionally struggle against, and the New York Yankees, who are one game behind them in the wild card chase. So this is where all the past success they've had the past couple of weeks is going to be put to the test. Can they do it against the teams they need to beat to make the playoffs? And then once they reach the playoffs, assuming that happens, advance in the playoffs coming off a 22-7 victory over the Orioles the team is definitely hot as they get into this tougher stretch and they sure do like to make it interesting don't they they sure do and they're going to give the Blue Jays fans something to really cheer for down the stretch
Rivers Cuomo is uh, is looking very 80s these days, isn't he? I haven't seen. You haven't seen? You, I thought you sent me that video of the Hella Mega Tour where Green Day ran out on stage <laughs> oh, with Weezer. Yeah. I I didn't really I didn't really pick out which one was Weezer or uh, which one was Rivers on the stage. I was I was too distracted by uh, Billy Joe. Yeah, the, at last night of the Hella Mega Tour, Green Day dressed up and caught funny costumes, and during Weezer's set, they came running out and started dancing around. Yeah. Speedos and stuff like that on. Uh, Rivers was the guy with the mustache and the oh. mullet. Yeah, he's got the long hair going. Like a Kenny Powers style look. <laughs> it's actually, I kind of like it, man. Yeah. It's sweet. Looks like he's been lifting, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he looks like he's in good shape. Good for him. Out of character, eh? He's going to be Hulk Hogan soon. <laughs> Look at that. A young Hulk Hogan. Muscles in a mullet. That's all you need in life. <laughs> hey, uh, crazy weather last night. From what we're hearing from you guys, it was it was mainly towards London. Hamilton kind of escaped a little bit when it comes to the, uh, the thunder and lightning. But the lightning in the London area was bizarre. It, the sky just lit up. And it stayed bright for half an hour. It was like constant lightning for for about half an hour there, and apparently caused some problems with power outages. Uh, Jim, we've got a couple text messages coming in here. Yeah, here's one. I live out near Kamoka. Last night's storm knocked my power out just after ten, and then had the light show and win. Hydro One just sent me a text saying the estimated time power will be restored today is eight p.m. One wow. of the downsides of living outside the city. Yeah, you got to ration your cell phone battery in that situation. <laughs> Big time. Got to last you till 8 tonight. I guess you're going out to the car to charge it. Yeah, read a magazine on the crapper, okay? Set the phone aside. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands while I'm pooping. <laughs> my phone died six hours ago. We also got a shout out. I don't know if this is somebody who works hydro, just to give a shout out to the hydro people working, but uh, shout out to the hydro guys who are working all night to restore the power. They were out for about seven hours. Well, it sounds like they might still be out there. So kudos to all the hydro workers, the guys and the gals who are working to uh, fix any problems that were caused by last night's storm. I want to see you peacock, 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 It's time for sports. We're joined by Devin Peacock from Global News Radio. Dev, how are you? I'm doing good. I want to be a little bit better if the Buffalo Bills had uh, won yesterday. But hey, that's the way it goes. Yeah, is is this cause for concern for Bill's Mafia? I wouldn't be concerned because it's a really good team. I just think they were their own worst enemy. The Pittsburgh Steelers played really well. Credit to them, they won. But the Bills committed a lot of uh, uh, penalties that hurt them. But also the play calling just really confused me, where they almost refused to run the ball. And even if you want to be a pass-first team, that's fine, but you've still got to have the other team at least respecting the fact you're going to run. You know what's got to make the Bills feel better about their performance? Seeing Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers play the Saints afterwards. Yikes. Yeah, that would help too. And Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers, whether if the off-season drama has really leaked into uh, the regular season here. He didn't really play during the preseason, looked a little rusty. And I don't know like if, if the team just focusing so much on his future took away from their preparation for the start of the season. I think they're going to rebound because they've got a great quarterback, they've got a good team, 
but that was ugly. <laughs> it was not good. Thirty-eight to three. <laughs> Ooh, I feel like New Orleans covered the spread. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how uh, Detroit Lions fans are feeling uh, this morning either because uh, Matt Stafford uh, looked pretty good as an L.A. Ram last night on Sunday night against the Bears. Yeah, now the Lions did have a bit of a comeback in their game, so it wasn't the blowout it could have been, but definitely leaving something to be desired there. That just felt like a classic Lions game, though, where they get close, they have a chance, and then it just slips through their fingers. That's what they do all the time, regardless of uh, the coach. But I'm just surprised uh, they aren't biting any kneecaps. I thought that was to be uh, that, that was their thing, right? You know, you get pushed down. They're going to bite your kneecap when they come back up. You're going to push them down again and bite another kneecap. Where was the, the kneecap biting? Hopefully they're saving it for week two. <laughs> <laughs> well, they better start sharpening those teeth. Monday nighter, we got the Ravens and the Raiders tonight. Who do you like, Dev? I like the Ravens. I mean, their running back situation has uh, been a little bit difficult. That's hurt them a little bit. But uh, the Baltimore Ravens, I think, are one of the uh, class teams in the AFC this year. And I would be picking them. (laughs) Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.